Good morning. Good morning, Rachel. We're going to pretend. Hang on. <laughs> we're going to pretend. Although we're like, we've gone straight in with the. This is the intro, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Now, if everybody on the. Right. What's happened, right, Rachel? This was going to be for the. Um, for the people, <laughs> for the people for January. Um, however, with our just starting wherever we start um, pl- plan, we're actually in January. Dah. We don't follow rules. No. Right. What well, this is an intro, right, for um, the the show that was going to be, well, it is about um, how to be a vegan runner, ultra runner, or just a vegan, if you want. Now, in the show, people hear that. I'm saying, all right, I'm going to do that for January. Yeah, how's that going for you? Uh, we're having to postpone it. I, um, I, I went on holiday to France, and then New Year's Day, we were having our buffet breakfast in this little hotel in France. And then and when I was just having my second cup of coffee, I realised that I'd had um, a couple of sausages, some bacon and some ham and cheese. Oh. Fucking hell. It's all right. I've got you, Hugh. I'm, I'm still on track. Are you? Yeah. Oh, good. Because the thing, what the thing is as well, right? Health-wise, now I'm not saying I can't do it because the dog's at my homework. However, there's an awful now. This is for my health. Uh, obviously, check with your um, doctors before taking part in any physical activity or changing your diet. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. However, there's a lot of vitamin K in uh, vegetables and lettuces and. Well, there's lettuces, but anyway, and I'm on blood thinners with my heart valves, so a an increase in this can cause my blood to thicken or to thin, um, depending on my what you call it. So I'm going to be speaking with a nutritionist Ooh. at one point in January to ask what volume of um, vegetables and so on i can eat per plate does that make sense yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah because i don't want because what i don't want to do is say oh yeah people on blood thinners can't be vegan because that's just ridiculous um however my mistake in paris has possibly given me um a better insight into how to go about things rather than our feet first approach so when lloyd has done the marathon to sables he's Used to be, he used to be a judo um, person, and used to do battles. I couldn't think of the word fighting uh, when when I recorded the podcast, so I was just was calling it battles. <laughs> yeah. So, so are, are you still doing your? Are you still veganing? Or... I mean, to be fair, I'm pretty much vegan anyway. Um, so, the only thing I struggle with is cheese. And I have to. I. <laughs> As we talked off 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 recording, and I told you that I tried some uh, Asda's own yeah. feta um, plant based cheese, <laughs> and it was like licking a doorbell. And for oh God's sake, it's not nice. But there yeah. is some good ones out there. Uh, there are, but they're just not the same. But no. uh, intolerances rather than um, obviously I'm vegetarian, but. Um, dairy intolerant, so there's not a lot of dairy I eat in my diet anyway. So yeah, so, so this is... I don't slip and eat a hot dog and bacon and sausage by accident at breakfast. Yeah, I'm. 
Yeah. <laughs> on day one. <laughs> yeah. I forget I'm the driver in the car sometimes because I'm enjoying the scenery too much. So my <laughs> my my attention span is a little bit rubbish. <laughs> and, and anyway, so if, if, if you listen, we, we had to give you an intro listener because otherwise, hey, who? Hey, I've seen on his Facebook that he's eating snails and all kinds of shit. He's he's a fraud. Well, I'm not. I was just that exactly I forgot. Listen to see what he committed to. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. But anyway, for everybody that is doing or has started, we're on the fourth of January, who has started the um, the veganary and they're looking for ideas, we'll put uh, daily meals that Lloyd shared with us in the podcast. Anyway, so that's that bit done um how was your christmas what did you get up to what new uh kit have you had uh i'm now in the air fryer gang oh shut up i am i'm uh i'm gonna use it whilst wearing my dry robe <sighs> sacre bleu i was on holiday <laughs> to i was on i, could, I had sacre bleu to rats when i was there i could i was saying torth of for no apparent reason and then i started saying sacre bleu can I just say, you know, the dried robe epidemic yep. it is only in the UK. It was absolutely throwing it down when we were in Disneyland. Um, tears of enjoyment, they were, coming from the sky. But um, not a single, not a single dry robe. In really? dry, yeah. And I thought, good on these Par- Parisians, that there was no, um, not a single dry robe. Who was uh, your favourite character to meet? I didn't have time. What? I did have time to meet them because I was... Um, Baloo was the first one that we saw. We sat down to have some... Do you know what? I went to Disneyland Paris with a preconceived opinions, which I shouldn't have. I, I went there, right, Rachel, and I expected just to have see loads of people smoking fags on the tills, drinking wine and not really bothered just because oh, no, I watched they, too many movies. They but, love their job. Love it. Oh, you know, as well, I was telling my wife and Caddy, I saying, look, you won't see anybody there with a beard like mine because they want everybody to be um, ageless that works there. Everyone who was a male had a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone bearded. But um, Disneyland Paris, if I was anybody today, I'd phone in work and I'd say, can't come in today, and then get yourself on a flight. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Get yourself... You're wondering what the background noise is. I've gone for a walk just to loosen up my legs after. You covered some distance. Yeah, and for me, that was the furthest I'd what I did like almost nine miles in yeah, like 10 hours. Was okay, wasn't it? Yeah, amazing. Yeah, but for me, that, that was incredible. And it's amazing the you know, people talk about mindset and all that. If you just need to Disneyland everything that's a bit. Um, laborious, you know, sort of thing. There were some rides. Listen to this as well, right? <laughs> you know when people say, you know your own body? No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. You don't at all, because we all make mistakes with our body. And then whenever something happens, we become overcautious. And then you don't... So, right, what happened was, first of all, we arrived. Um, I had to clean up my trousers, because I just weeded myself with excitement. And then we went on the Pin- the Pinocchio ride. Brilliant, very sedate, no problem. Then went on the Dumbo ride, ideal. I was allowed to go up and down with a little joystick, no problem. And then we went to front, uh, went to the Indiana Jones place. 
And I said, if you're new to listening to this, I've got a stage four inoperable cancer and I've also had three um, heart valve replacements. And I said, for my sake, for my health, I'm not going to go on this one, but I'm more than happy to watch it. And it is great just watching people come off it and see what they, you know. So I like Caddis and Caddy go on that. So we then went to Frontierland. They went on that one. And then the the, the ball of excitement the started to take up. We, we, if you saw a haunted tower, you'd think that's a walkthrough ride, like Passage to Terror in Blackpool of France, wouldn't you? No. Oh, anyway, <laughs> so we queued up, had a game oh, of... Tell me um, you didn't go on that. Huh? Tell me you didn't go on that. Well, this is what happened. I got through, <laughs> and I, I I use a rule of thumb of pregnant mothers should not go on this ride. But this one was saying people with back-neck problems, heart problems. Now, I've had a heart problem, but I've got heart valves. So I was just saying, where the hell do I sit with this? I do look a little bit like a pregnant woman at the moment after Christmas. But I was like, so I started researching, you know, we were talking about attention to details earlier. I started researching the haunted house, right? When I was actually on the... In the queue. <laughs> no, in the queue for the, uh, the the haunted tower. Two completely different... Different, yep. Completely different. So we got in. And I was like, all right, we're in now. And you're in this big room. Mm-hmm. And they go, nobody leave the carpet. And you think, what? You know, you're all standing up. What's going to happen? Is the roof going to open? <laughs> but didn't. And then you walk up, up and up and up. And then you go to an escalator. And then there was a there was a, cup, there was a man there explaining, is there anybody with any of these problems? And you're thinking, you know, I'm, I am Mr. Health and Safety. I've got, you know, working heart valves, although I do feel a bit tired. But I'm but apart from that, cancer, blah, blah, blah. I haven't really got like um a faulty valve which needs replacing. So anyway, went in, sat down, and um I don't know, I, I can't explain it. It it was Caris's face. I, I glanced over to Caris on the first drop. And her her nose had gone into where her eyes are supposed to be, and her eyebrows and mouth was just one. It was just a, like a line of my wife's face across oh, her face. So yeah, that went up and down, dropped up and down in the dark, and then you think, oh, we finished, and the doors open, but it's showing the top of <laughs> the top of the ride looking across at Disneyland Paris, and then you drop. Oh my god! So. Obviously, um, taking my health into consideration after that, I went straight on to the um, uh, <laughs> straight on to the um, oh, the Avengers ride. Nice, nice. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. And then I, I didn't go on any other big rides after that one because um, I honestly f- heard something physically snap in your body. <laughs> in my body, <laughs> might have been my teeth. Might have been. Console yourself with a hot dog. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then I had another hot dog. And then we went on a little ratatouille. But talk about it. So yeah, if you you know people talk about oh yeah, I had a pain uh, like I got into a um, pain cave. Just Disneyland it. You know people say a pain <laughs> cave. 
who wants to visit a pain cave in a marathon anyway? Visit your Disneyland, isn't it? So anyway, just how far you can push yourself. How far you can push yourself, and then don't. But yeah, so that was that was great. So highly recommended. But anyway, so I'm in the middle as well of Red January. Um, yesterday's yeah. yeah, yesterday's exercise. I did four squats when I was brushing my teeth. <laughs> yep, and then I walked down the airport. That was that. And then today it was to the sign and back. But We're actually for... doing that in uh, January twos. We're doing walk or run or cycle or swim or climb or dance or whatever every day. How much, how far or just anything? Minimum of a kilometre. Oh, that's nice. And then and then tomorrow I'm going to start my boomeranging career. Oh, nice. Because that's something you can do seated as long as you don't yeah. have to go and get it. So and yeah, Inclusive so... to everybody. Oh, yeah, exactly. Red January's brilliant. And, <laughs> and then, so... Um, we've also, is this going on too long now? Are the people, but no, they're not going to be bothered. Just two minutes sneak peek. We've dropped in good. the beautiful, brutal triple crown yes. um, series. Um, it's, it's the North Wales Pilgrims Marathon. It's the uh, Welsh Ultra Trail 50. And it's the coast to coast winter, 37 miler, all for 150 quid. And you it's, get a crown. And you get a crown in a shape of a medal as well as the other medals. But it's been, I, I've I've pulled it apart financially just to make visiting the Slim Peninsula as easy as possible. But yeah, it's going to be a super duper series. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see um, who will be the winner of the Triple Crown. And we've made it easy, you know, because like a lot of people have got their running calendars stacked already. We've got the dates for 2025, so you can pick a mix. Oh, good start. Very exciting. So, yeah, what else was going to say? How's Walter the dog? Oh, you've gone. Oh, Rachel's I'm gone. here. I'm here. Oh, you're yeah, here? Oh, hi, hi, hi. Yeah, um, how's Walter the dog? He's good, good. Why have I got an echo? Oh, maybe the signal dropped I've, and then I've it got, came back again. I've got, I've got a signal. Yeah, should be okay. But um, there we are. I, I've got my um, I've got my new buffalo um, outdoor shirt on, and I've only got my t-shirt underneath, and it is very toasty. That's, that's good. Oh, it's brilliant! It's brilliant. So yeah, that's the intro. Have we got any more news for the listeners? Uh, are we going to be at the? Yeah. Well, are you coming to the running? Show hope hope so. Yeah, we're going to be there on the twentieth of January. We're launching the. Get Up Coffee. Um, we're going to have, we're sponsoring, the Get Up Coffee sponsoring the um, Community Impact Award nominees and award. So we'll be having a few of the um, the groups that have been nominated for that on the show in the next few days once I get my shits together and stop saying Sackler Blur. So enjoy the show. This is Lloyd and um, uh, uh, bonjour. Hello. Bonjour. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au
Hello. Oh, hello. Lloyd Goodman. I've sent the link to Rachel as well, but I think she might be out with Walter the dog. So um, what's happened last time was we were doing a podcast with, do you know Mike Asbert and Gordon? Do you know Mike? Do you know Mike? Uh, I don't know. Oh, do you know Gordon? Gordon Hughes. I know Gordon from uh, the Kelp and Fern video. Ah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. So, Gordon decided he'd come into the podcast that we'd organised with him and Mike ten minutes before the end of the show. So, what we're gonna, what, what, what I've decided now, we're just gonna disrupt the whole podcast world by um, hosts and guests coming in um, at different times. Uh, because this whole time invention um, is, isn't working. We used to do an intro for the show as well, where we used to pretend that uh, we were virtually in some virtual place, and we'd go, hey, who's that? It's Lloyd. But because it takes us so long to set up the show with rural network in North Wales, we're in the show, Lloyd. This this is it. We've started. What do you think? Do you like it? Awesome. It's yeah. very very comforting. Do you know what, Lloyd? I've I my first question was going to be if you didn't have the accent that you did, I was going to say, Lloyd, why haven't you got a South Walian accent? But you have. Um, Hi. All right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. Can you just give a quick bio, though, uh, to people uh, who who might not know you yet? I think 2024 is going to be Lloyd's year. Um, People were going to be putting their posters of Lloyd up and everything. And if I start calling you Floyd halfway through, this is because I've got a friend called Floyd and I call him Lloyd by mistake. All right. Okay, so I'm just <laughs> no I'm just putting putting you at ease. So yeah, um, if you just let people know how long you've been running, um, bit a bit of your interest, but not too much because otherwise we won't have a show. All right. Uh... So my name is Lloyd. I am based in the Swansea Valley. Um, uh, I am in my early 40s. And if you had a bingo card of uh, ultra runners, I'd probably tick every single box. Um, then in terms of running, I did a bit in my early 20s. Or I started off when I was younger. I was in the Welsh Judo squad, um, hurt my back. Um, and then over the years, I've done various different forms of exercise, so running, a bit of OCR, cycling, um, kind of, I wouldn't class myself as a runner. I, I, someone who enjoys a challenge and just being outdoors. Um, but I have run, uh, lots of ultras. So I start, so I, uh, started getting faster during lockdown. So I spent a lot of time walking the dog. Um, and that's basically most of my training. Um, so lots of multi-stages, um, done a couple of hundreds. And this year I did the Sandy Jog in Morocco. Um, and yeah, that's kind of it. Let's go back to the um, judo, uh, Lloyd. How old were you when you started doing that? Oh, um, I think nine. And then maybe finished in my early teens when I hurt my back. Um, so I'm quite a short person. So uh you tend to get bullied in school, and that, that was my uh, parents' way of uh, having me protect myself, and it worked out all right. And then, you know, you say you hurt your back. What what was the incident? Were you in, like, some sort of, like, whenever somebody says judo, I instantly think about Bruce Lee. 
And I just now that you said you hurt your back, I'm like, oh my god, he was in like some sort of like brawl and like he was throwing people <laughs> over tables and stuff. What happened? Uh just I had too many trying to throw people that were bigger than me. Um uh, and uh too much too much effort through the back rather than through the legs, I think. And is it was it like um like a bone injury or was it muscular and so on or, or do you still have a little bit of you know niggles with it now or is that that I, um, sort of like yeah yeah i still get issues with it so i have like uh i guess some uh vertebrae moved about and there's the muscle weaknesses that try and keep it protected so if i try and do stuff like uh deadlifts or, or weighted squats and now and again my back will pop out and i'm on the sofa for a couple of weeks so yeah and then you were in the Welsh squad. Did you have any? I, <laughs> I'm making up uh, terminology that doesn't <laughs> exist in judo. Did you have any battles against other countries? <laughs> what are they called? Fights? Are they fights. Called fights? Uh, yeah. I, do you know what? It's been so long, I can't remember what the proper term is. Uh, but if I, uh, yeah, I uh, went to a few competitions, quite a few competitions. Um, I traveled to England for championships and stuff like that. But. Um, yeah, it's all all a bit uh, vague and uh, many many years ago now. And then, so you finished the the ju- you finished the judo, not judo, but I'm gonna call it the judo. And then, how long was it from the injury before you started doing something else? Oh uh, well, after that, I carried on eating like I was training, <laughs> yeah. without doing any training, and so I uh, got rather large. And then into my uh, Let's see. When went went to university and then I started running with a friend uh, to lose a bit of weight. Um, and it was quite uh, it's quite uh, funny because uh, I remember doing my first 5k and everyone thinking what a crazy adventure it was. And we raised tons of money for charity. Brilliant. And uh, yeah, that just seemed like a bizarre, weird distance to run uh, such a long way. Uh, and then kind of got into doing half marathons. It was all very road stuff. Um, and then just sort of stopped doing it again. Uh, and then a few years later, I picked up, um, moved to Bristol and started doing uh, British military fitness and sort of uh, really enjoyed that. And then around that, all the friend, all the people you meet are kind of uh, outdoorsy people. So lots of uh, cycling uh cycled most of the way from Land's End to John O'Groats, but came off my bike somewhere in Scotland, Paisley area, smashed my wrist up. Um, and, oh, uh, how far away from the finish were you? Uh, I think two days. We were on, we were on for a 10-day ride. I think it's so the end of the mid, middle of day eight. I was uh, cycling along, uh, looking for somewhere to pee, actually. Uh, <laughs> my eyes off the road, hit a curb, <laughs> and uh, yeah, got bundled into the back of an ambulance. Made them take my bike, um, and that was the end of that journey. But my friend carried on, and she finished. So she was doing well. And then just <coughs> excuse me, um, going back to the the army training because the, they they were quite popular. How long ago did you do that? Oh, uh, that was back in uh, 2010, 12, somewhere around that area. Yeah, that was yeah. really big at one point. It seems yeah. to have gone a bit quiet now. Um, what What was the sort of the exercises and stuff you do from that? If people are listening, like me with a, like, oh, what's that um, sort of thing? 
Yes, it? it was all yeah. all body weight stuff, lots of uh, intervals, high inter intensity training type stuff, um, press ups, squats, burpees. Really, really good fun. Covered in mud, um, and uh, lots because you're in a group. You're kind of you know as much as you're not competing with each other, you're all kind of competing against each other. So you're always pushing yourself in the sessions. All very fun. Um, I'm just going to ask quickly: Are you in the MI5? No. Oh, because uh, like, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of signals, ex-judo champ battling, um, you know, going on sort of like using the ledge jog as a sort of um, undercover way to go to the deepest parts of Scotland. And then you're talking about weight and training. When did you, because this is, this is being recorded and hopefully I'll get it out before January. This is... Um, we're going to like the, the main focus as well as talking your races. When yep. did you become vegan? Because there's going to be a lot of people now sitting, listening to this going, fucking hell, I need to sort my, my, oh, the, my, my you've fitness. Just lost and, a lot of you. you just lost a lot of your listeners with the uh, vegan. Well, but... <laughs> yeah, well if, if that, they can go and they can go with the dry robe listeners that I've got as well. They can all go. But no, I think there's a lot of people that, you know, um, are thinking, you know, I need to just eat healthily or they want to make the change of of becoming a vegan. You know, I'm a meat eater, but, you know, I, but I do believe that, you know, there is room for vegan way of life. The, the biggest obstacle that I think people have with a new way of eating is prep. The problem is as well, when people are trying something new, it's normally after Christmas whenever they're knackered. So they want to make it as easy as possible. So, yeah, how long have you been um, a vegan? Uh, yeah, so I think I'm about to come up on my four-year uh, anniversary of becoming vegan. So Brilliant. I, uh, um, for a long time before that, I was always very um, interested or uh, concerned about animal welfare. So I was the annoying person that would phone up restaurants before we went there and asked where they got their their stuff from um and uh and I, eventually i just decided that was too much of a pain in the ass and it was easier not to do it uh the thing that kind of held me back from going vegan was was the nutrition side of things so like mm. many people listening probably thought that you know, where do i get this where do i get my Precisely. my protein is always the famous one um yeah. and uh yeah once i started sort of uh researching and and reading books and watching youtube videos actually i realized it wasn't a big deal um and uh yeah made the switch and yeah i haven't stopped from there and then um, we're gonna talk at uh, people's you know you've got excuses rather than reasons so yes. excuses may be is your partner a vegan no she's not uh, totally not so my neither is my daughter um she uh, it, enjoys telling me how much she enjoys eating animals <laughs> but i think that you know for, for for people that are going oh right how am i going to be able to do a vegan if nobody else is in the house going to be a vegan you're the proof in the pudding that you can can do that so and, and i'm going to get quite is it analytical because people are thinking now right how can we do the the vegan process did you start off just go straight vegan or did you uh, introduce it slowly and just have you know non-meat days or what, what was your prep and please go into as much detail as possible Lloyd because this is going to help a lot of people that are looking to 
to do it or yeah, you know, who have failed after say like a month or two and you know some things that have worked or you know especially vegan runners is massive on is, facebook yeah, and yeah. that and they're so um what's the word i'm looking for you know that the the help and guidance you can have there but i think you know if you're able to talk and prompt and explain how people can do it then you know there we are so yeah so you how long did was it in your head before you started sort of like preparing for this this vegan lifestyle you know what yeah, did you yeah. place um well so as i said i was always a bit uh concerned about welfare so i would spend time at tesco making sure i was buying sort of organic and, and from good places before that um and naturally when you're when you're buying stuff like that it's usually a bit more expensive so naturally i was kind of eating less animal products because it was cheaper um and like i made the, the switch from uh not being vegan to vegan like overnight i just stopped it completely um i think it was the morning after my wedding uh i was quite hungover uh and i ate a sausage which, which tasted rubbish quite frankly and i was like Do you know what I'm done with this <laughs> and uh and yeah uh carried on from there so like th- there's these days like it's, it's getting easier all the time with with the vegan diet becoming more mainstream so you've got your um uh this isn't products they're pretty good the sausages are very nice um the what the other, i don't tend to eat this stuff i tend to eat more whole food stuff so um Asking me about the uh, the alternatives is a bit difficult. There's uh, what the cluck is pretty good from the vegetarian butcher. Do you so know what I think? Do you know what I don't understand, Lloyd? Is the if I you know sometimes I like I'll have a few days where I don't eat meat just because I just don't. But I don't understand people if you've gone vegan why you'd want to have like a replica sausage or a replica piece of bacon. Is that yeah. just sort of like peer pressure or what's that about? Well. Because a lot of people don't go vegan because they don't like the taste. So I, I you know, I, I miss uh, a bacon sandwich right. now and again. Yes. But like, you see, you still want the same flavors and the same mouthfeel. And so, like, you can just swap it out for a healthier alternative. You know, and it's also better for the environment, stuff like that. So it's it's not necessarily about I don't. You know, it's the you flavor. Don't like it. You don't have to be a vegetarian to uh, vegan or vegetarian sick because you don't like bacon. That's just you don't like bacon. And, like, I, um, and I think how you explained that to me, then it sort of like bats off anybody. You know, when especially if you're like stopping smoking for smokers or stopping drinking, they said, "Oh, well, why, why are you having that? Or why are you having that?" It's like, well, I still like the taste. And as you say that you still like what the taste of the chicken and the taste of the sausage was so that makes a lot of sense yeah, yeah exactly it's and the then flavor. Like, yeah. yeah and then once you swap like once you change to those things you can either i, I mean more important than I, i'll probably get kicked out of a vegan club for this but more important than um sort of eating vegan is 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 to sort of avoid the the processed foods so you know yeah. moving away from those sorts of things and eating more um you know, single ingredient foods, you eat your beans or your uh, grains and stuff like that, rather than these heavily processed items that aren't good for any of us, whatever diet we're eating. Well, and that's one that, that's unfortunately floods both the meat eaters and the non yeah, exactly. eaters market um, sort of thing. So, how are you as a per? Are you an organized person, Lloyd? You know, you know, as you say, I think it was nice the way that you used to phone ahead to make sure 
But like me, I have got man eyes, as in I can't find things for looking. And, <laughs> you know, if I do something, it's all in. You know, I know where the, the vegan pizzas are and so on in Asda. And, you yeah. know, I eat a lot of fruit for for meals and stuff. But, you know, what will you do for your breakfasts? Uh, so I have porridge most days, um, and I like one one of these to make it easier to eat the same thing. Not not exactly the same thing, but yeah. I generally every day I'll have porridge and I'll put different berries in it. So one day it'll be blueberries, another day it'll be cherries, another day it'll be raspberries, and just keep those in the freezer, and then you don't have to think about it. Yeah. Um, then when I'm cooking stuff like uh, rice or beans, I'll make a ton of it, put it into portions, stick it in the freezer. So like you've Again, even if you're trying to, even if you're not following vegan diet and you want to eat healthy, like making the healthy choice is easy. So having those things in the freezer, I can just microwave in two minutes, put it together with some spices and some various other stuff, and then you've got yourself a meal. Yeah, and talking of meals, you know, what will you have? Would you be able to tell me five lunches to have? Lunches? Uh, I'm not really a big lunch. <laughs> Uh, but uh, for me, uh, one of my favorites is uh, just a toasted pita bread, some hummus, uh, stick some uh, pumpkin seeds on top and then a bit of hot sauce and a banana on the side. Nice. Um, uh, what else? I don't. Yeah, so I don't tend to eat lunches. Um, what, we, what, usually... we, what, what, what are your eating habits sort of thing? Um, breakfast and then. When yeah, do you I'll, eat I'll again usually after try breakfast? and have a. A late breakfast uh so i'll try and get the get the dog out for a decent walk before having breakfast um so breakfast would be more like 11 o'clock and then i'll i'll only really have a lunch if i'm really hungry um and then sort of dinner right like seven o'clock maybe um and then because like with a whole food plant but with a whole food plant-based diet it's very much about um nutritional density but calorie um undensity what's the other there yeah. But low low calorie density on your food. So like your veg your vegetables are full of like lots of water. So you eat massive massive amounts of food. Um, mm. So you feel nice and full, but you're not getting like too many calories in your system. So that, that's that, to the and, way. To... And then for dinner, what what will you have? Uh, I'm a big fan of curries, um, Mexican food as well. Um, and then my, one of my favorites is kind of. Uh, this is sound dull, but when you get used, <laughs> you love it. But like some uh, chopped up red cabbage, some grated carrots, uh, then like a big portion of beans, and then a grain, so like usually rice or quinoa, um, and then sort of a sauce made out of um, tahini, hot sauce, lemon, bit of garlic, some of that on top, and then well, yeah, well, that's a massive meal. Will you have that cold or stir fry? Uh, I'd I'd have the vegetables cold, and then the beans and the grain hot, so. Um, Can we just talk of... about vegetables for a minute? And the the red cabbage, very yeah. underrated, very underrated as a as a um, as a as a, um, a food, and also the onion. It's just the best. I was saying we had the curry last night, um, and I was just saying to Callis, and I went in a little bit. I was just saying how underused onions are in food. And then she told me about all the foods that we eat on a day-to-day basis <laughs> with onions. And then I just shut up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like with the stuff with it, if you can go with lots of food that have lots of colors, so like your, your oranges and your purples, like 
they are especially the purple color stuff is packed full of sort of antioxidants and and really healthy stuff in there like anti-cancer properties as well like the more colors you can eat the better for you essentially what do antioxidants do for somebody who isn't scientifically minded well, so I, I'm I'm not a doctor or a nutritionist. Oh, no. so bear that in mind. But like, yeah. uh, so when you exercise, you um, you've got lots of oxygen flowing through your system, and that smashes and crashes its way through your body. Uh, you fill up with oxidants, which and they are very reactive, so they can combine with anything and cause damage to your body. So the antioxidants come in and they sweep up all those damaging oxidants um which is why they are antioxidants and uh yeah they they look after you now you'll have brought attention to a few people that'll be listening to this now like me they'll be really keen and then it's like oh no how do i do this so what are the what are the steps for somebody who is ridiculously lazy and able to be sidetracked or you know has a um a sort of uh, what's the word I'm looking for, like a kind of social event where the you know where it's going to be not a big choice of food. What, what the, be- like the beige buffet? Food. Yeah, <laughs> the what? The what? The beige buffet? <laughs> you say beige? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, I sometimes take your own. I guess I don't really do this kind of stuff because. Uh, I work from home, so I don't really get the the Christmas party, um, and uh, I live fairly rural, so it's not like I'm doing tons of stuff for that. But uh, take your own, um, talk to the or like if you talk to people who are organising events, they're usually quite um, you know they want to make you happy, so they will usually put something on for you. I like barbecues um, and stuff. Well, um, that that can be a tricky one because there's going to be meat on the. On the grill, would you just have like food before you went and just stick to the like you know the apple juice or the lager or what 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 I'm yeah. trying to do is get overcome as many obstacles that people might be just red flagging themselves without you know you know yeah. rather than going all right yeah I've got that I can do that I can do that I can do that sort of thing yes yeah, so if you really want to do the barbecue there's lots of alternatives there's the the fake burgers which taste very uh, very similar to um animal products you've got i mean bean burgers fall apart on a on a barbecue so i'd avoid those but there's lots of um there's sort of uh, this chinese japanese fake meat called seitan yeah. which you can make at home that's really good and that's you can flavor that however you want um if you want and, to put a bit of effort in and but, if you go in, if you go into somebody's house that's having a barbecue um what what's the rules with vegan having your food cooked where there's been meat cooked how does that work um it's up to up to the person like there's there's no there's no rule book um you know some people are happy to have stuff cooked on the same thing other people aren't like it's it's up to you um and and then um, if we if we talk about um like a starter kit is there books or you know like say oh yeah watch youtube or get get vegan books What's the go-to sort of Bible of of starting, you know, your your vegan journey? Yeah, so uh, in January, there's a an event that happens every year called Veganuary. Um, ah. If you Google it, go on there. They, I think they send you recipes and ideas and thoughts all the time. 
Um, and then in terms of like, because obviously people listening to this are going to be runners and fitness people, like uh, some YouTube channels I really like are Simnet Nutrition, Hench Herbivore. Um, what Scott Durek is really good on. Um, what on, a runner. On, what yeah, a yeah. runner. And some, um, of, the, some of his, because uh, is it him that did the rice balls? I mean, yeah, he's his in his book. Before, um, yeah. What's his book? The oh, I can't remember. It's probably yeah. behind me somewhere. But he he has recipes at the end of every uh, chapter and stuff of like that. Yeah. Um, and talking about, well, I mean, there's there's lots of uh, British runners, but like ones that don't sort of put out there so much. Are people like Ben Parks as well, uh, Damien Hall. Um, you know, yeah. So yeah, f- follow them and stuff, and then. Um, with say if you're going to be doing a hundred miler for instance people say oh well yeah but I've got to train for an ultra and their focus goes oh yeah I've got to make sure I've got enough protein in me and all that stuff whenever um, that you know I just think sometimes that's an excuse um, what what meals do you eat as in you know going back to we're talking about the beans and everything in terms of your food for a hundred miler what would you be eating at that you know the Pentlin ultras you know all our aid stations you know we have vegan options as much as we have with other food options but what would you be taking yourself and then we'll yeah. go on to the mds as well about multi-day um foods yeah so um i usually just carry all my own stuff just because it saves faff at uh, aid stations and like asking what is uh, and what isn't when it's not clearly you know labeled yeah um, so, like for me, uh, Trek bars, which are kind of like flapjacks. Um, they're, they're made in Wales as well, aren't they? Are they? Are they? I think I have no so. Idea. Trek, um, I think they are. Yeah. You've got. Are uh, they made good? Yeah, yeah, they are. They're really good. Because they've got um, chocolate ones as well, haven't they? Yeah, I had a three pack of those yesterday by accident. <laughs> yeah, just sitting down. For... Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. If you buy packs in and you haven't got an event, they're gone. I used to live with a lad called Big Mart, um, and he used to be able to rest his, um, uh, what should we call it, food plate on his stomach. Um, he eats, um, he's moved on to ice creams now. He heavily eats uh, ice creams and he lives in London. But um, he used to have accidents with Iceland um, chalk ices. <laughs> I'd come home from work and say, oh, here I've. I seem to have eaten the uh, entire pack of chalk ices. <laughs> so that packs are dangerous. They packs. are. I I uh, I try to drop some weight for marathon de Saab to you know to be in a good position. Yeah. I had chia charge bars in the house, and so no, that was dangerous. That was not a good idea. So I had to emergency buy another box before I left. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, that, so uh, naked bars. Um, I do like. I get on well with goo gels. Um. Uh, but like the last last ultra I did, or last uh, hundred mile I did, I uh, I missed my I missed the uh, drop bag because I was too busy looking at their Starlink uh, because it was up in the mountains. So I was too busy looking at their dish to realise it was a drop bag. Ran through that, uh, didn't have any food left. So at the next aid station, it was uh, hastily made jam sandwiches and a family pack of. Uh, frazzles so uh i will obviously anything um, hang, hang on hang on a minute hang on a minute a frazzles vegan yeah yeah bacon I'm, I'm become, and I'm... steak flavored stuff generally vegan 
I'm going to become a vegan. Now, there we are. So <laughs> I mean, and then jam sandwiches. Bread yeah. is bread's vegan, is it? Mostly. Yeah, yeah. you do get quite a few with a bit, bit of milk in, but yeah. And then do you have butter? I don't I don't have butter on my um I uh, didn't sandwiches. no, no, yeah, so yeah. it's just bread and bread and jam. But like uh, and jam sandwiches, ultimate yeah. ultimate racing food. There's a famous cyclist that said, like, you know, when you're racing, all you need is a cup of tea and a jam sandwich. Because it's got all this, got your sugars, your your quick acting carbs, like perfect food, really, isn't it? I, although you've just given me information then, I'm just thinking frazzles. <laughs> uh, they repeat on you for the frazzles. next 50 miles, so yeah. maybe not the best food yeah. for a 100-miler. <laughs> frazzles in with the jam sandwich, Lloyd. Oh no oh. no no! That's that's just criminal. I oh, can't do that. No, oh, no jam right. sandwich then frazzles. Oh okay then. And then yeah, what else would you would you be eating? Uh, that's kind of it. I think. Yeah. Uh, what fluid? Yeah. Oh no no no! Sorry, oh, I should say like my my fifty mile snack is a pot noodle. That always works quite well. It's nice and salty, and you can sort of semi drink slash eat it. A pot noodle. Oh, sorry for being thick. Some of them. All, some all of, of them, them are. The, the chicken so, one is that it's just it's just flavored, isn't it? Not chicken. yeah, I, I I don't know. I usually go with the uh, beef. It's, it's not the kind of food I'd usually eat, but no. um, but for an ultra, it works perfect. The um, there's like a curry flavor one. Yes. Um. Yeah, and that's really strongly flavored. Yeah, cleans out your your mouth and. Uh, and that's that. good as well because you do get mouth fatigue. You know, yeah. So you yeah. have like like a bit of flavoursome taste, brilliant stuff. And then, what was your first ever multi day that you did, Lloyd? Uh, first multi day. Oh, one of the um, XNRG races. Probably, I think Pilgrims. Probably, I think. And, and did that take a lot of prep to um, fuel yourself with that, or was it just multiplying what you were already taking, say in a normal ultra? Yeah, exactly. Just more of the same, really. Um, I think the thing that um, the thing one of the good things about a vegan diet is you tend to eat more carbs than the uh, than a standard diet. Yeah. So you you get a lot of you know advice when you're training for ultras of uh, you know you need to practice eating when you're doing it or when you're training for the event. But because we kind of eat more carbs in general, like the it's like sixty to ninety or 60 to 90 grams an hour or whatever it is like i could put that away in five minutes and not feel sick so and, um... <laughs> and then and, and thing is you're used to doing that anyway you know a lot of people with high cat you know putting the carbs in per hour putting the calories yeah, in per hour yeah you're like, used you know... to, to that and it's i think the, the great thing about the vegan diet if you're not eating the processed shit which falls in between both us meat eaters and vegans is the closer you are to the source where it comes from, the easier it is for your body to digest. So exactly, you can yeah. do other things. Going on to the Marathon de Sables, obviously, so I can talk about myself at one point, possibly. Oh, you've done it, have you? Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 see, um, did you take out uh, freeze-dried food? Because I know, is it Lilo? Lilo, yeah. No, I went back and forth. I tried, what's the one they recommend when you go to the event? The expedition foods i think yes. they only had one meal and i wasn't spending a week eating couscous uh, i also looked at uh, <laughs> tent foods they were really good i, got tent, I, meals, I, tent I got tent foods before i went out and it, even <clears throat> i'd have that at home yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's a really good. nice really nice meal yeah so what did you go with 
uh, I didn't. I t- decided not to cook in the end, so I went with um, like uh, meal replacement shakes and uh, for kind of my evening meal. Um, what would that be I, then? Like Huel? Uh, not Huel. Uh, uh, protein Works, like they do a vegan ah, right. so, protein um, type thing. So I was just going to say now for a recovery drink, say the likes, say like protein, because I tried once, I've tried and failed a few times to do be vegan and so on, but I tried the pea protein, uh, which was horrendous. But then there's such a better choice now. Yeah, what was, yeah. yeah. So you'd come in into the tent of an evening. What was your recovery shake? Who was that by? Uh, that was by Protein Works. So uh, it was it was just a, rather than like a specific recovery shake, it was just a meal. Um, yeah. It had a good uh, it had a good ratio of like calories to weight to protein to carbs and all that kind of stuff. So I just went with that, and then I kind of had a bag of like uh, my treat in the evening was like a bag of nuts or like roasted corn or. Something like that, uh, and and those th- th- for anybody that's going to do the MDS and so on, those are a massive tick for your minimum calories as well. Because I, yeah, I, I yeah. took like a bag of, if I say it wrong, macadamia, macadamia yeah, nuts, Mac- ma- yeah, them, macadamia, yeah, yeah hugely high in um, in uh, calories and stuff. But yeah, ideal. And and did you? Because, yeah, if you have a look at the other runners, as in especially uh, Rashid and so on, they're mainly dates and sort of like a very basic but non-meat food. Did you go the year everybody had the shits or the year after? Not, not, uh, not the year everyone had the shits, not the year after, but this year. So the very... You've just been, haven't you? Oh, I have, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very hot year. Um yeah um was it as good as what you expected uh yes definitely like i i think it's hard to know like what you expect and what you get are two very different things um but yeah i had an amazing amazing time um yeah um let's talk kit whilst we're on it although it's i can't even see out the window because it's raining so hard what what did you have on your feet for uh Speed goat fives, um, nice slice yeah. of hookers, nice slice. Well, of it's just it's everyone, everyone wears them, or well, a lot of people wear them, so it's a safe bet in terms of you know the the heat and stuff like that. So, are you um, a hocker boy normally in, in sunny Wales? No, I'm usually more of an ASICS person. Um, they're, they're a big shoe in Europe, ASICS, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at, as as we speak, I'm, I'm going for a um, a family social um, meal on the twenty third, and um, you know, like the the history of Nike, how it used to be blue ribbon, um, and then uh, what happened was blue ribbon wanted to come into the states, so the guy I forget his name, the guy who the CEO of Nike, and they were made by uh, Ontisuka Tiger. Have you seen the film Game of Death with Bruce Lee? Uh, no, I don't think so. Have you seen Kill Bill? You know they're in the yellow. She's in the yellow track. Yeah, suit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the shoes that Bruce Lee wore were these yellow Onisuka uh, Tiger trainers, which became Asics um, okay. as it evolved. Everybody who's on listening to this now just fallen asleep. 
I just wanted to give my knowledge out loud. I just wanted to say that loud and try and throw out a, a Japanese word. Can you speak any other languages, um, Lloyd? Uh, unfortunately, not. I know bits of word, bits of languages, but not not uh, not properly. No. Right, we, we digress there massively. Anyway, so trainers, whenever you're, uh, what's your kit? What's been your winter kit for people listening? What have you got on your feet? Well, what was your last ultra? Uh, last ultra was the Atlantic Coast Challenge down on the uh, southwest coast. Uh, it's a three days marathon day, roughly. Ooh, um, nice. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. When was that? Uh, that was in October. And who's that uh, done by? Uh, VO2 events. They do the Jurassic Coast oh, and the Atlantic yeah, that, that, Coast. And... That, that's coming up. The Jurassic Coast are one of them in January, is it? Well, that's uh, the arc of attrition. Yes, the arc. I think yeah. Jurassic Coast is in March, April, something like that. But uh, you get a pasty at the end of the, the three days, which is great. And they oh. were really accommodating. So I got a nice vegan pasty to finish. Um, it was one of the best pasties I've ever tasted. And how much did that cost? How much does that oh, raise? A couple hundred quid, I think. I can't remember. And this is what we do, yeah. If our partners are listening to show... Oh, <laughs> 60 quid? <laughs> yeah, there. yeah. Do you know what? I think I won it. I think I won it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> next question. So, yeah, um, what were you wearing for that? What was on your feet? Uh, I took, uh, I had two two pairs of speed goats um, because I had my training pair for MDS and my racing pair, and nice. then a pair of uh, what are they? Asics, which oh god, they've got a name, Fuji Tribuco. Or... You, you see I the can't... Japanese, aren't they? Yeah. Well, these are quite quite funky coloured ones. They're orange and. Uh, Oh, funky coloured on the bottom, like some boring blue on top. But... Do you want me to give you some even more trainer information about Asics? Um, so I'm going, I'm going back now. So the guy uh, from Japan who invented it, obviously the the so we got Asics, but it was originally uh, Unisuka uh, Tiger, right? He wanted to make it more the the trainers because he was just. Pu- manufacturing you can tell i've just had this information like yesterday i read it he was (laughs) was manufacturing uh for the japanese uh basketball scene like sneakers but he wanted something to have a better grip now listen to this shit this isn't very vegan but it's a bit of a story he's away having his like meal and he was having squid and they had the squid in the sort of like the tanks and he noticed the suckers on it and he thought, I want to replicate that on the bottom of these trainers. And that's what happened. That's what happened. Genius. I love it. I, I love how people can get inspiration from all over the all over the place. So anyway, uh, back to your feet. Do you wear as the socks or you know, will you have waterproof socks and stuff like that? What do you what do you wear? Uh my do you know what my favorite pair? Of uh, one of my favorite pairs of uh, socks for ultras came from uh, Home Bargains, I think, one year. My wife bought them. Yep. Uh, I've I've worn through all those now, so I'm now on a uh, thousand mile socks, basically because they, when I buy my shoes off sports shoes, they usually go buy a pair of cheap one thousand mile socks, and I just get whatever. Um, I heard uh, uh, my feet have always been pretty good because I do a lot of walking, but um, I had a uh, he had a tip from Ali Bailey uh, last year about putting uh, silicon sex lube on your feet. And 
best thing ever. Like you can buy whatever socks you want, whatever trains you want. That lube does stops you getting blisters. Really? Yeah, it's brilliant. Don't People you... look at me strange, but uh, Fucking... it does the job. Yeah, that, that's mental. Isn't there any other lube that you could use? <laughs> or just an excuse to go into the sex shop? Yeah, I'm an alternator. Can I have uh, some of that lube, please? Well, uh, I, 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 I tell you, what, I had an education the first time I tried to buy it because there are lots of different types of lube. Some with stuff that makes, stops you feeling pain. Oh, fuck <laughs> Jesus the area. But <laughs> that's inspiration from these different places. You know, like we we've got a lot of ultra runners up here that use other mint. Oh, Which, right, yeah. you know, you know, it, it's the stuff you put to, to clean the others, oh, yeah, 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 but it also is like it's an antiseptic, sort of like it makes your thighs, like especially after a race, you know, sort of thing. So, so where can you get this lube? Uh, boots, boots, cheapy stuff works. So, you, you turn up to your boots, local boots, you buy sex lube and painkillers. And you put them on the counter and uh, try not to look sheepish while you're doing it. That is absolutely hilarious. So I'm not being funny. Cheap lube. What does that say about the person? You know, you you want the you want the person on the counter that you're buying this lube. You want to buy the best lube going. Otherwise, people think, oh, look, they're just having like cheap, painful sex, rather than wow, this man really looks after his. <laughs> His, Except for his, his lady friend. Yeah, his, his lady man or friend. man friend. Yes. Yeah, so, bloody, I don't know. Or you can just talk your feet. <laughs> or you could just talk your feet, yeah. I um, think you, if, you got, you, if you want to avoid the embarrassing, go on Amazon, you can buy gallon gallon-sized uh, acts of it and, you know, feel like a stud when the uh, delivery person turns up, maybe. I'm going to use a really word, weird word. Now, did you cream your feet before you went to the Marathon Disciples? No. Make them softer. No. no, didn't do anything at all. Did you have blisters? Mm, I did on the long day, yeah, but that's mainly because I just... got a bit of sand on, and I by the time the sand got in, I just could not be bothered to do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at that stage, you, you don't care anymore. It's amazing I how did, quickly yeah. you become hardened to like the, the environment. And then going back to feet management, Mr. Shoe Geek here, do you tape your feet? Uh, nope, no. Nope. Don't say pump. You haven't got any hot spots or anything. No. Nope. Does that just, come from uh, judo? Do you think? I no. I, I do a lot of dog walking, so I've got a well sheep dog that demands a lot of uh, time on feet. Yeah. And I think just just the just the amount of time your feet get used to it. Ah, right. Okay. And then, do you look after your nails and stuff with your feet? I I, I give them a trim. But Good. I, I like, I'm I've never lost a toenail, never got a black toenail. I'm very uh, fortunate in that. I've got friends who lose toenails if you breathe in the wrong direction. So. Uh, and you know, you shouldn't be losing. I'm just gonna I'm gonna blow it out the water here now, ladies and gentlemen. You shouldn't be use, losing toenails if you're an ultra runner. I'm gonna be perfectly honest there because that means your shoes don't fit properly. There's, there's, there's too much room happening. Do you agree with that, or have I just gone off on a bit of a mad, madman tangent? I don't know. Maybe you're not tying your shoelace up tight enough as well. I, I don't yeah. know. I, I remember when somebody asked me first, hey, do you lace lock? And to this day, I don't know. But I think it's something about putting 
the lace in the real or the extra loops using those those pointless little extra holes at the top right yeah you do that yeah but that, yeah. that makes it a bit too tight on my because i've got my shoe my feet are like like hooves they're like imagine like um a horse but it's instead of a hoof it's got like like man's sort of feet so you know like you got these mystic characters that are half man half horse yeah, my yeah. feet are half horse, half man. Um, I'm not allowed to. So you know, like some people, that... this is the my theory. You know, those people that walk around with socks with flip flops. It's not because uh-huh. they don't want to be very unstylish. It's because they've got bizarre looking feet. And I, I think I'm gonna have to use the word bizarre. That's why I think I'm into trainers so much because behind all that, there's a foot crying. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. So back. Socks, they're calf guards. You calf guard guy? No, no. I I am um, free race t-shirts. Yes. For sale, carry more shorts. Uh, yes. The only thing I spend proper money on is underwear. Oh, um, they're good, aren't they? Really yeah. good. Yeah, and yeah. I just wear any old any old tat then. Coats. Good coat. Uh, I like my arm stuff. I'm a bit of a uh, an arm whore. I, I I like the sound of them, you know. Like we went to my, my friend, we went to where did we go um, on Tuesday? He went to get some presents to Better Sequoid. Went to Cotswold, and he went round looking at trainers. And I just spent my twenty five minutes there before I had to remove myself, rubbing the sleeves on Patagonia coats and listening to oh, them. Patagonia's good stuff as well. Oh, yeah. I just like the sound of clothes, you know. I've I've tried to explain this to Caris, my wife, that I I really like the sound of a clothe, and she's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Oh, this, you know, like listen, listen to that." Do, listen to are that you sleeve. one of those people that listens to the uh, the ASMR stuff and gets all tingly feelings? What are they? What's that? ASMR. Uh, I I can't remember what it means. You know, there's all these videos on YouTube of like just sounds and it makes people feel all tingly and nice. Oh, I didn't know that's a thing. I'm gonna get my oh, foot yeah. lube out and I'm gonna watch that <laughs> that's what i'm going to do this afternoon whilst eating frazzles um off your belly off, your belly, uh, off my belly with my new vegan lifestyle um but do you know what i'm gonna do my what and this is an excuse rather than a reason i was i think going back to middle of 2018 i tried it for a few days but I was also, that was the time that I was, my health was also depleting with my heart and, you know, the, the cancer symptoms were becoming more prevalent. So, and then everything stopped. So now I'm sort of like on a kind of, although, you know, there's progression with the liver tumour, my, you know, which is being managed. And at one point we're going to have to start chemo. But the, I have got like a sort of like, creative gap if that makes sense where i can go do you know what veganary ve- is that how you say it veganuary veganuary do you know what would yeah. be really good for ve- veganuary and i'm just going to put this out there and i might have just started something if it's not already a thing if you know like say alcoholics anonymous they have a sponsor but there's somebody they can talk to each week and keep them on the right track do you think it'd be good if for veganuary Vegan, be very careful. This could go right, quite wrong. Yeah, <laughs> veganary. January. Va- 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 <laughs> va- va- say again. 
Veganuary. Veganuary. If yeah. you could have a, like a sponsor, so say like um, at the end of you know for accountability, so, so say like for the end of each day, I I text you and I say, hey, you're right. Um, I I've thought about the... eating a sausage, Lloyd, and I'll. I'll oh no no I'll no! It's like right, this is edge. what I've had to eat today, and then Lloyd, what would you suggest for tomorrow or um, you know the week before? I'm going to prep. What would you suggest? Do you think that would be a good idea? That sounds all right. Yeah, if right, you, if gonna, you're... I, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to text you. Um, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna after we finish this podcast, I'm gonna maybe make it into sort of like January's vlog blog because you know it's like couch to 5k, it's so the couch to 5k, it's nine weeks. If you carry on, brilliant. If you it's, don't, it's a habit, it's isn't done, it? it's, yeah, it's just done yeah. something, so yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Um, and uh, I live on a farm. So yeah, massive meat eaters. I love steak, but I think I could do it for for January, and then we'll see from there. That that's my, that's my plan anyway. Yeah, and like uh, yeah, a lot of these things, like you you talked to, you mentioned right at the start, sort of like failing at it. Like it, you don't have to be like with with anything. Like don't aim to be perfect. Like you will always fail everything if you try and be perfect at it. Just try and eat a bit healthier, run a bit more. You know, like. And if you don't do it one day, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, and I think you know there's some really nice meals out there that are vegan that 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 people eat without them knowing that they've just had a vegan meal. Well, chip, chips, chips are vegan. Is uh, is the famous thing, isn't it? Like, are they? You know, yeah, of course they are. Fucking hell, I'm gonna be so unhealthy. <laughs> so, but I'll, like you I'll, know, I'll... if you look if you look around the world, like most of the. Um, uh, oh, listen, can we just pause for a minute? It's not a slight problem. Oh, honey. Can we talk about the honey debate? All right. Um, Do you eat so, honey? No, I don't. But and it's up to it's the vegan. person, isn't it? Yeah, it's vegan. Uh, yeah, no. and it's same with, um, what's the other one? Um, I recently found out that there's there's a, a, a subset of vegans that don't consider oysters to be non-vegan because they're not sentient. Um, and what so does they sentient really mean? Uh, have feelings and thoughts, I guess. Um, so yeah, they will they will munch away on oysters, um, figs. Uh, there's a whole thing about you know they trap wasps in them or something. I can't remember, but some people want to eat. You know, it, it depends on what level you want to go. You can be yeah. like level nine vegan, doesn't eat anything with a shadow. <laughs> or, or you could be more relaxed about it. Like, Anything with the shadow? That's a joke. That's a joke. I like that. Well, no, like uh, to the Jain religion, they won't eat anything that kills the plants. They won't eat potatoes because you kill the root. What do they eat then? Uh, fruits, uh, salads. Um, and then, so yeah, but go, like, can we go back to the honey thing? Yeah. The, 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 the vegan honey is because. The, normally the bees would just be flying around doing their well, pollination rather than having yeah, to Yeah, so like uh, the, the, because of the main, the more mainstreaming of veganism, like the people confuse the diet with what eating a vegan diet with what veganism is, and it's really about yeah. you know um, reducing or removing the exploitation of animals from your life. So you know, not wearing leather um, and stuff like that. So. You know, like really a vegan diet should be called a plant-based diet and and separate out the two because one is very much a lifestyle. The other one is just a way of eating. No, um, I, was just gonna, I was just thinking about shoes then and, you know, like, you know, the, the whole ultra running wares and stuff. 
the yeah. co- coats. Well, you know, we're not walking around in leather coats with ultras, but what about the shoes, like to say Hocker and Asics? What's there? Are they now man made sort of products, or how is that? Yeah, uh, there's a mix. I think m- mostly the problem with uh, shoes for ultras, because you don't really get many that are made of leather these days. It's more the um, the glues tend to be um, have sort of, I don't know, bits of horse or whatever it is in, uh, in the glue. But... That is mental, that is. I, whoever came up with making glue from animals yeah, was yeah, an utter bastard. Oh, just like well, that well also me. like who thought oh let's melt let's boil down this horse and see if it's sticky i don't uh, know a bit of a weird thing to do. yeah horrendous horrendous so yeah the bee the the bees thing so now right i'm i'm this is if we're smoking weed <laughs> and who's coming out with like really it's like a bit, a bit early questions. yeah <laughs> well it's a bit late um say if it was um say 27 year old who now and again I'd have like a, a bit of a <laughs> bit of a smoke somebody was passing one of those out in a, in a social event anyway if you can you there's wild honey class as um, vegan or can you have that I, I don't know how the whole bee thing works now if I'm honest so say bees have made like um they've done like a honey that that's the house isn't it at the end of the day isn't it like yeah, and it's it's their it's it's their food store for winter. So, um, but you know, some people would say that while well, you're providing them the home, you're giving them medication. It's a symbiotic relationship. Like, it's like it's really up to you. Like, there's no. Yeah, no, I, I'm like that with stuff that I do. I'm all in. You know, people say, oh, you know, I don't smoke. I only have a cigarette whenever I, you know, go out or if I'm having a drink. Well, then you're still a smoker. You know, I'm sort of like all in or no, that's it. So talking about snacks and stuff, um, in in my head and other people's heads that are listening, um, we don't want to be eating like um, chopped up carrots with dip and stuff. What are your snacks that you'll eat, Floyd? So you almost called you Floyd then, you think? Sorry. Uh, what snacks? Uh, I, I'm a crisp fan. Um, fruit. Uh, fruits, yeah. Um, nuts. Um, uh, popcorn's always really good. Uh, that's like low-fat crisps, isn't it? Um, uh, could you, could like, you? You can get anything these days. Like it's really like whatever you whatever you like as a non-vegan thing, you could probably get vegan somewhere. Like we had marshmallows uh, at a light Christmas light thing the other night that were, that were vegan and stuff like that. Do you say marshmallows? Yeah. How yeah. are they not vegan? Uh, gelatine, I think usually. Shit. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Could you do me a favor, Lloyd? Yeah. Could no, don't say yes yet because you don't know what it is. <laughs> All right. Could you do a very simple week eating um, menu that I can put in the show notes just to start people off that want to give it a go? So, like, say a choice of three breakfasts. Say, like, say with oats, I can't eat oats for some reason. I, uh, I just can't. I sort of like swell up. But like, I'm bread and jams. Marmalade's yeah. all right as well, isn't it? Yeah, marmalade, yeah. raspberry, stuff like that. Uh, if we go to the world of cereals, is there vegan cereals out there? Uh, I would imagine so. I'd imagine most of them are vegan, right? Uh, yeah, um, they are. I'm just trying to think about um, Frosties. 
Frosties, uh, probably. Do you know what? Let's go, let's go to Hugh's I kitchen. Google. No, Google. I'm, I'm going to the kitchen because I've got some Frosties. I do like, I do like a cereal of an evening. So there's no excuses, listener. If you want to try something different, I've got like so my Frosties. Oh, there's my bank card. Hang on. Need to do it. It's oh, there you go. Kellogg's. Kellogg's. Most yeah. of our cereals are vegan. There we go. Brilliant. So, yeah, you've got bit maize. of oat milk, bit of soya milk, bit of whatever milk you fancy, and uh, you're good. Because I used to have, we got Quaker oats in because uh, the kids eat it. But whenever I used to have Quaker oats, uh, whenever I was into the gym and stuff, I used to just have it with water. I, I make mine with water. Yeah. Uh, I have. Uh, uh, what do I put in mine? I have water, oats. Uh, I put a flavored protein powder in just because it tastes good. Because I I also work out, so like you know, the people say like, oh, where's your protein? But actually, like if you're doing any form of gym work, you're probably doing protein powders anyway. So, um, and then some flax seeds for um the omega three oils, which are quite uh anti-inflammatory, and then um yeah, like, and then berries, so a ton of berries. And vegans don't in. eat fish, do they? No, they do not. There we are. Any living animal, mammal, whatever. Or dead. Or dead ones either. Or dead, dead ones. Animals. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then, so if, like, so what we'll do is we'll put like a little, um, not cheat sheet. Yeah, there's a cheat, a help sheet together. And I'll put that in the notes for this one. So right. anybody like myself who is fucking useless or bags of excuses you know whenever you're just dipping your toe in the water of something new that's going to be beneficial but you're still like oh yeah but i can't do it because they don't eat you know they're all beating me and then it's like whatever if you're gonna do it do it if you're not just don't it's as simple as that that's where i'm at um sort of thing uh chocolates can i eat chocolate yep yeah hang on uh... i'm just looking at a dark chocolate i had the other night hang on a minute Oh, People green just and think... blacks, dark chocolate with ginger, one of my favourites. But Who's... there's uh, green, uh, what's the name of the company? Green and black, is it? I can't remember. Oh, like, this is, oh hang on, JD, JG Gross. Um, I like the 70% cocoa. I'm mad oh, like yeah. that. You know, art. Oh, We'll have a we'll have a chocolatier on it next. But my my daughter's a big fan of the. Uh, they do a not Milky Way. Derek, what's the other one? Milky, uh, not milk. Yeah, mi- uh, yeah. Milky yeah. Way. That uh, is, it's uh, brown chocolate, not white chocolate. But it has popping candy in it. They do a big bar of that. She loves that. Um, so you can get you can get all the chocolates in vegan forms. Like you don't get stuff like Mars bars. Um, but like the but, chocolates, I like you like the 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 proper chocolate. This is like is a suitable for grown vegans. Up, grown up chocolate. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> obviously, I don't want to be eating. <laughs> I don't want to be just so. How's the first week gone? It well, I've been eating uh, very dark chocolate frazzles and, frazzles. and jam <laughs> on toast, but no, I, I'm I'm a big fan of oh, do you know what I saw? Um, I watched the Chris Rock um documentary and he had a watermelon salad. Now, I think it's got feta cheese, but there is there's some great vegan cheeses about as well, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, a lot of them are made with um. So one one of the reasons for eating vegan is obviously to be healthier. And if you yeah. a lot of the vegan cheeses are made with coconut oil, which is is just as bad as the non-vegan cheeses in terms of saturated fat and that. But you get a lot of made with um, yeah. cashew nuts because like yeah. 
you know, like most of the flavor from cheese comes from like the mold or whatever, or spores or whatever it is. So you get some very good like cashew based blue cheeses. So I made a very nice uh, Stilton and broccoli soup the other night. That was pretty good. Um, Ooh, nice. So the where did you get the, the vegan Stilton from? Uh, so where in Swansea, there's a uh, very good little vegan shop called Brontosaurus, but uh, you can get them on like you just go online and search for vegan cheese. Um, there's quite a cool one called I am nut. OK, uh, <laughs> like um, yeah, Mouse's favorite, I think there's, there's quite a few brands now. Brontosaurus, was he yeah. a vegan? Uh, yeah, yeah. All the all the biggest, strongest things are all vegan, like your hippos, your uh, your. Uh, uh, tig- not tigers, a stupid thing to say. Uh, <laughs> elephants, uh, gorillas, uh, you know, yeah. Do you know what? We, um, gorillas, uh, not gorillas, um, elephants love a big branch, love a branch. They just like eating branches and sweets. They do. That's yeah. why they're disappearing from the high street. That's why they're what? Uh, don't worry, I think I went a bit too far with the joke then. I no, say it, say the joke, say the joke. Bank, you know, banks, dis- banks are disappearing from the high street. Oh, no, I'll edit that out. That was going terrible. a bit too far, dad joke, wasn't it? And anyway. then, so your bag, what bag have you got at the moment? Uh, I use uh, Decathlon stuff, actually, so cheap and cheerful, does the job. Good. you got um, a big fancy watch? Uh, I have a Forerunner 945. Nice, nice. That's the standard. That is, isn't it? It's a, uh, it's a good one. I, uh, I was looking uh, two nights ago at a uh, the nine six five. Is it the latest one with yeah. the flashy screen? But uh, I even my dad maths can't uh, can't justify it right now. No, it, it, I think I I think if you spend these six hundred pound on a watch, you're a mentalist, um, yes. or you're going to the Sahara Desert independently. Or you're going to, I don't know. But if you if you spend six, if you if you can justify spending six hundred pound on a watch, and you're a hobbyist runner, then you need to be doing it for charity because that's a truckload of money. And if you think about it, I think it's like Lego pricing. People have thought, Do you know what? Should we just should we put four? Should we put like should we put like four hundred eighty quid on top of what it actually should be and see if anybody <laughs> will pay it. Shit, they're paying it. Right, okay, let's go for it. That's obviously if the likes of say Garmin or Sunto want to sponsor the show, I, I'll take that back. I'll take that back. I'll take yeah. that back completely. But yeah, some of the watch pricing is absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely. It is, but you've got like you got people buying uh, Google and Apple watches now that are ridiculously priced as well. But, yes, you know, it's, it's like yeah, carrying yeah. a computer on your arm, isn't it? Yeah, for no apparent reason. However, they do look nice. <laughs> they do. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm a sellout. You know, it's like, yeah, but it does look nice. You know, like I, I almost bought, as you say, a six hundred pound watch, and then I thought, hang on, I don't run anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to use it. The map function is just going to be. Uh, but you, you could call it. You can call it uh, market research for your podcast, can't you? Yeah. No. If if I got one for free, I'd obviously wear it. Tell all my friends what I've got. Um, and just show it off like a big show off that I am, but yeah, it's just I can't. So next year, what's the plan for? Um, I'm hungry now. I'm I'm not going to start my vegan until after Christmas, but I'm going to start having vegan days. And oh, I've had toast and honey, so I can't do that one today. I'll start tomorrow. But um, you could be what, a honey vegan. It's fine. Don't can you? Stress about it. Well, if you want, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I prefer to be. 
all in. You with me? That's where I'm at. I'm sort of like, um, rather than, yeah, I'm all in, Lloyd. I'm, I go, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, yeah, yeah but I, you know, that works for some people, and other people they do one thing wrong or not wrong, you know, quote unquote wrong, and they they chuck it all out the, you know, all out. Oh, the rather than and... just stepping over that mistake, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, step over it if you do a mistake, and that's like anything in life. So yeah, uh, your race calendar for 2024, what's it looking like? Uh, well, I'm still going to discuss it with the wife, but I'm trying to decide between. Wild Horse 200 and Dragon's Back um, as my big one. Um, Rich but... Jenkins, love him. Love him. Yes, yeah. If I was still running, I, I, we'd have collaborated and we'd be running. We'd be running hand in hand together around and, and everything. It's something that, that didn't happen, but well, I just love him. I love him. In I, another it, life here. Yeah. Pegasus running, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Pegasus running, Google him. Uh, they've got races from 30 miles all the way up to 200 and then the dragon's back now i'm gonna tell i'm gonna obviously if your wife is listening does she know how much the dragon's back costs it's cheap it's cheap it's just because you know it's just a tent isn't it yeah it's a tent and i think didn't you win an entry to dragons i'll, I'll, I'll edit that bit out so she it's <laughs> only like about 200 quid <laughs> How do you have those conversations with your with your life partner about um, a, a race that is, you know, a little bit more expensive than your normal race? How, just for other people who want to have this conversation, because I think as a race director, um, I'm always interested in how people can say, "Oh, you know, we're doing an ultra marathon and it's going to cost this much." Well, how how does she know how much the dragon's back costs? No, and I don't intend that she finds out either. No, she doesn't. She won't listen to this. Does she run? No, she doesn't. She's uh, she's a big into her gardening, so she grows food. Has she got any interest in what you do? I don't mean no. that in a bad way. Brilliant. So she won't listen to this. So we'll just carry on normal. And if any of her mates are listening, listen. What's your what's your wife called? Erica. Right. Any of Erica's mates listening to this? Right. And it gets back to her about how much it, the dragon's back is. Well, we're going to tell on you, right? Well, so anyway. the thing is, I did MDS last year. So when yeah. I tell her, if I do bring up the topic of how much dragon's back costs, it's cheaper than MDS. So, you know, it's less of a shock. Yeah. That's it. What, what one do you think you'll do? I'm like that, though, because, like, <clears throat> I'm... It was on my tick list to do before I got ill to do Dragon's Back. And then, um, but I did the Marathon de Sables. But I'll be perfectly honest with you, when it came to about day four of Marathon de Sables, I was like, fucking hell, if I get an injury here, I'm, 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 I'm I don't know if I can commit to coming back to do it again. There's other things I want to do in my life. And that'd be the only thing with a Dragon's Back is if I got injured, whatever, and I've just shelled out 1700 quid, it's like, shit. You with me? That's where yeah, I. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Um, sort of thing, and it's it's way. How do you sort that out in your head, Lloyd? Uh, if I if I go for a challenge, I uh, I, w- I would have to finish it. I think. Um, but then again, I was. It's eleven years ago. I did eleven years ago. I tried did lands uh, 
not Lanzen, Lanzen, John O'Groat cycling and didn't quite make it. And that still eats at me. And I'm just waiting for one of my kids to be old enough to cycle it with me. And I will go back and do that. But How old are your kids? Uh, 12 and 6. Old enough now, take the six-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> take the six-year-old. <laughs> she, 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 well, she's nuts. She probably would. Yeah, she would. She'd love it. She's got stabilizers or is she off them? She's off them. Oh, she'll be fine. Uh, yeah. Honestly, uh, she'd love it. I, I'd take the six-year-old and do that. and um, Or use that as bargaining tools. So you could say, oh, yeah, what I was thinking is taking the kids on the Land's End to John O'Groats and um, talking to them about whenever I did the Dragon's Back and your wife goes, you haven't done Dragon's Back? I said, yeah, um, I've paid the deposit, so I thought it'd be a good time. And then she'll be flummoxed because you'll have given her two bits of information and then she'll be like, what? What the hell's just happened? I'll try that. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> is, she, is, she, is, she, is, she, is she coming in the room? No, no. <laughs> it's one of those. You know, whenever people start, like, iPhone callous at work, now and again, they should be talking to me normal. And then she go, oh, yes, of course. Yes, fine. Yes, fine. I said, that is why have you got your work voice on. Somebody, <laughs> somebody come into the, the, the room. That that is correct. I, I was just yes. I was just thinking it through. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking it through. And the thing is, <laughs> the, these people that do work in offices and stuff like that. I was a career tourist back in the day. It's like the change in personality whenever they're working, as if they're doing a show. <laughs> You're like, what are you? What? Where's your noble self? What are you doing? Why are you spoken to that person on the phone as if you're the prime minister of someone with this ridiculous voice? What are you doing? And I think that's really cool about ultra running because everybody that you run with, I haven't got a clue what they do work-wise. No, no. Yeah, I, do, yeah, I do that yeah. a lot. Like a lot of my friends, like with running and so on, I've even got like make-believe jobs that I think they do because I think that you, in my head, have something to do with offshore um, um oil raking stuff is that what you do lloyd no no, no. definitely not but don't tell me what it is because it's gonna be a guessing game next time we talk so right we're just gonna wrap up the show i can't thank you enough yeah uh, lloyd because for people that are looking to try vegan or just just to they might have some just shit habit eating that they want to start something new and you know i think wiping the the slate clean and you know, starting off with a bit of vegan or vegetarian for 2024. If anything, it's just going to clear you out after all the shit you throw yeah, down. In yeah, yeah. So go, well, drop a few pounds and uh, see how it feels. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I'm going to get a little cheat sheet off you now. Are oh, you a sponsored or are you, is there any, anybody you want to give a mention to on the show at all? Uh, no, no, I am not sponsored. Uh, although, like you, I'm happy to sell my soul for for anybody, anybody. Yeah, yeah, for what? But what? What? Um, oh yeah. So we we've talked about sorry before we finish. So your two A races. So you've got the Wild Horses Two Hundred or the the infamous Dragons Back. What other races are you looking at? Uh, Jurassic Coast. I'd like to do. Because uh, I quite enjoyed the Atlantic coast, uh, I would like to. I would like to do the Ark, um, but obviously that wouldn't be till next January. Yeah. Next, next January. 
Um, uh, and then whatever, I'm just kind of, uh, I'm kind of relaxed about what I enter. Um, like I'd like to do Cape Wrath at some point, but. How many races uh, do you do a year normally? <sighs> How many have I done this year? One, two, three, four, five, seven, I think. That's I tend to, basically yeah. I try and do a, a marathon a month as part of my running, whether it's part of a race or um, or just training by myself, which I feel that that's enough to keep my fitness up. So it could be up to 12, but it could be two. Like I, I, I won't do this. I'll try not to do the same one twice because like I say it's, it's more about the adventure exactly. of, uh, of doing it. So like, um, like I've done, I've done most of the big ones around where I live now. So I'll have to venture a bit further. Um, and how many hours a week do you train? Um, quite a few, maybe twenty odd. But like, I, I'll include taking the dog for a walk as part of that. So like this week, I think I've done maybe seventy miles on my feet. Um, and you, you've got to include the dress. I call them the dress down miles. You know, when you get to dress down. Well, it's all it's work. all zone yeah. zone one, zone two. I mean, where yeah. I live is hilly, so like quite often there's a bit of zone two mixed in. But it's this. Time on feet, yep. Um, getting away. I'd like, even when I do 100 mile weeks, like 60 miles of that will be walking, you know. And uh, doing any, an ultra, you're any, spending most of your time walking anyway. Well, not most, but a fair uh, amount. Any overseas races that you're looking at? Uh, I'd like to do Transvolcania, maybe. Oh, that looks spiky, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, I've been looking at the Ultra X ones, but I think after last year with Morocco, maybe keep it at home a bit more. Um, Europe, come come and do the Alt in Portugal, where I was a couple of weeks oh, yeah. ago. That, that, what a lovely race that was, uh, sort of thing. But yeah, I think now that COVID's gone, there's you know you can get a cheap flight out and the races in, say, Germany, Portugal, Spain, wherever, Innsbruck, blah, 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 France. You know, it doesn't have to be UTMB or it is the UTMB. There's so many good races out and about, you know, overseas. I highly recommend it. And you can take your family on holiday as well, do the race. Then you've got, you know, the holiday together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lloyd, listen, I can't think. Have you you done all your Christmas shopping, by the way? I have. I spent uh, 20 minutes on Amazon the other day, sorted out. Yeah, I procrastinate. I was going to do all of mine this morning, but um, I phoned you instead because <laughs> I just wanted to talk about. But I'm, but for people, you know, even I, I'm going to give the vegan, I'm the vegan. I'm going to give vegan a, a go just to. If anything, it's nice to have. You know, the, there's so many fitness challenges out in the new year or whatever. But if you're unable to do the fitness not with the time but with your physical health or whatever being able to take part in a challenge as well is something and you know for something as simple as you know um doing a vegan diet yeah yeah Yeah. uh you know and and you get to you know work out what you're gonna have and something like that so it's a nice well it's a chance to it's like going to a restaurant isn't it it's a chance to experiment with different foods and different flavors and see what works and what you like Exactly, one hundred percent. Saying that, what are you having to eat today? What are you gonna have for supper? Um, well, I took my daughter to. So in Swansea, we only got a Wagamama's like a year ago, I think. Oh, I, nice. Um, and the noodles her, vegan. 
they can be, yeah. Right, okay. Uh, so I took it, yeah. So I've I've been on a bit of a um, ramen thing recently. Yeah. So um, it might be ramen tonight. Quite like a big bowl of that. Yeah. Um, mm. Will you make that at home? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Spring onions, nothing better. Nothing better. Yes, and a bit of, like uh, uh, porcini mushrooms. Oh, what's that? Mushrooms well, vegan as well, aren't they? Well, yeah, although, like, you know, they are closer to animals than they are to plants. Talk so, to me you about know, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's a type of vegan that doesn't eat uh, mushrooms either. But, um, yeah, you know, like, when, when we were evolving from bacteria and all that there's yeah. it branched off into plants and animals yeah and then mushrooms branched off the animal branch so um yeah they're more more wow. animal than uh, than plants oh this is like i feel stoned just talking about this this is far <laughs> out so oh my god do you eat mushrooms i do yeah love a mushroom have you tried this lion's mane thing that everybody's going on about I do, yeah. I have. Uh, there's. A, I listened to a Rich Roll podcast a few years ago by yeah. and the guy from Four Sigmatic was on there. What's that? Uh, it's a brand of uh, mushroom products. So they do like uh, mushroom coffee. So there's one which has got like cordyceps in it, which is good for athletic performance. And then you've got like reishi and lion's mane, which is good for recovery and adaptability to dealing with stress. So. Um, yeah, I have a uh, yeah, I have uh, hot chocolate at night, which has got uh, lion's mane. I don't eat the if you've seen it, it's a weird looking mushroom. Mad. Isn't it? But yeah, I have it. I know ground up into a powder and put in stuff. Um, do you yeah. do that, or is it already ground up? No, it's already ground up. Um, so you t- so you can have. Oh, Jesus Christ! I feel as if we're on some sort of like scientific television show. You can have mushroom hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah. So, um, wow. Four Sigmatic's the one, but it, it's a hot chocolate, but it's just got mushroom in it. But, um, yeah, very and good. That's with the lion's main stuff. Yeah, I'm do you know what? I'm gonna get a mushroom expert on the show because it's not faddy, you know. Like, yeah, well, you should I, try I, and get the uh, the Four Sigmatic guys on there. They, uh, I've got a pen. Hang on, I'm writing this down. I haven't even done notes. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, this is, I'm. I've just I just phoned you up for a chat. Basically, we're not even recording it. Yeah, we are. So, how, how am I spelling the mushrooms, guys? Uh, four, like the number. Yeah. Sigmatic. S I G M A T I C. Yeah, and where are they based? UK, uh, overseas? No, no, they're overseas, but they I think they're in the US now. But um, but, uh, brilliant. I'm sure there's other companies. So, and then they so. Your mushroom intake, will you have, well, do you fry a lot of food being a vegan? No, no, no. Oh. Well, you can, but I, so I, so I follow a whole food plant-based diet. So like uh, oils are kind of a processed food, so I keep it to a minimum. Olive uh, oil. What about olive oil? Olive oil. Uh, I, do you know what? I don't, again, I don't use much. My um, my uh, mother-in-law actually grows her own olives because she lives out in Turkey. So she oh. brings brings us uh, like our own uh, olive oil, but I don't get through much of it. How it's good very is nice. fruit overseas? Oh, yeah, oh, I know. The, my the God. markets are just mind-blowing. Oh, um, the oranges and... 
Dates, the, dates are just like the best food ever. Oh, frazzles is a distant memory. <laughs> it's just we've just got dull food. Of, oh, but yeah, yeah anyway. like who, who wants a pear, really? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we've got grapes and apples in the kitchen, which I'm just going to stuff my face with before doing a shopping list, which is going to my, my vegan shopping list. I think for the first week may look like a like a student <laughs> and somebody who only eats fruit. Well, there's, the, uh, there's yeah. the, the thing of um, with a supermarket, only spend your time on the outside aisles, isn't it? So, um, although they used to keep booze on the outside aisle, so you'd be eating fruit, vegetables, and booze. And but, booze. Um, <laughs> but I think they've moved that now in more inside to stop it being stolen so much. But um, so, in my Tesco, you'd be eating birthday candles and vegetables, I think. Oh, brilliant. You know, and plastic's vegan, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Is it wood. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, let's like go back to on wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might. The thing is, I might have started a new fad. Eat wood with Hugh, you know. Uh, eat instead of, Lots that, of instead fiber, loads of fiber, but then you can grate it on on like bendy wood. Anyway, back to mushrooms because people will have gone, hey, what? So these guys, they do the the, the powders that they sell. Is there any fillers or any stuff in with that, or is it just pure uh, mushroom stuff? Oh no, so it, it'll be like coffee with with a bit of mushroom powder in it, or uh, it'd be like drinking a hot chocolate, but it just happens to have some mushroom in that you can't really taste. So, um, but there's loads of companies doing it now, so I'm sure even if you couldn't get in touch with those, there'd be people in the UK that would chat to you. That's awesome, right? I'm going to give them a shout. Lloyd, thanks ever so much. Have a great Christmas. We'll put the notes for a helpful week um, for Veganuary. I almost got it right. Some words I cannot say. I used to say Parkak until I was about 31. Um, but, yeah, we'll put those in the notes. Can't thank you enough, Lloyd. I'm You're welcome. And hopefully what? I'll get up and do the, the pen thing at some point as well. Yeah, come up. Come up and do one of those. And we'll have a... We'll have a, a catch-up at the end of January with you, if you don't mind, of how my uh, vegan personal challenge went. Awesome. Brilliant. Hey, thanks very much. In a bit. Best of luck. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, all right. <laughs> How good was that show? He's brilliant, Lloyd, isn't he? Uh, yeah, as you heard at the start on the intro, I failed straight away with my vegan, uh, veganary. However, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it in February. We're, we're only a few months out to that. So there we are. Now the show was brought to you by She Ultra, which is going to be the first ever all women ultra marathon here on the Thane Peninsula. There's an expected amount of entrance of 550 women. They've all signed up. It's sold out. That's in April the 20th this year. It's raising funds for women's cancer charities, women who have cancer, women who are being treated for cancer, women who are living with a partner with cancer, and women who have lost somebody for cancer. Um, I'll put the Just Giving 
page notes in the notes for the show. But uh, yeah, come down to the Thin Peninsula for the 20th of April for the first ever She Ultra Marathon event. No cutoffs. Everybody gets a medal. All aid stations are fully stocked. Front-facing women. There's a fantastic women's photographer, Wendy James from Sports Cymru uh, Pictures, going to be taking photos there. And it's just going to be such a fantastic and empowering weekend. That's on the 20th of April. Anyway, get up. (laughs) Come on, if you listen to this, get up. See ya.